This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. Turn with me to the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter number 24. As you come to Matthew chapter 24, you come to the Olivet Discourse. And when you come to the Olivet Discourse, you come to one of the most important passages in all the Bible regarding end times doctrine, prophecy, uh, the return of Christ, the story of the book of Revelation. And Jesus gives us a glimpse into the tribulation period. Now, I'm going to just be honest with you. Uh, prophecy is not my favorite subject to preach. Uh, I'm glad to study it and I'm glad to know it. It's one of those things like, I don't know if you've got anything in your life, it's one of those things you kind of dread until you get into it. And once you get into it, then you're like, man, this is good. And uh, then you step away from it for a time and then you dread getting into it again. But it's not my favorite subject. And I'll give you some reasons why. Uh, it can be a point where Christian people get very proud. And I know that only by pride comes contention, and knowledge puffs people up, and I don't like that, and it doesn't do the work of the Lord. Uh, but it's very important that we study and know prophecy. I've written a couple of things down, uh, the purpose of studying prophecies and things just practically before I read the text this morning. Uh, number one, we do not study prophecy for the sake of pride and debate. If you get your pen out because you want to prove your buddy at McDonald's wrong on some point of prophecy, you're listening to this message in vain because you're not carrying on the work of the Lord and the Spirit of Christ. And we don't study prophecy for pride of knowledge and debate. We don't study prophecy in order to stir division and contention. There's lots of division among so-called Christian people and contention over the points and the message of prophecy. And I don't want to be part of that. I don't like it. That's not the Spirit of Christ. That's not should not be the temperament of our church. Uh, but we do study prophecy because we want to know the nature of our righteous and just God. When we study prophecy, we see that God hates sin, and sin will be judged. But also in studying prophecy, we understand the perfect love of God that was exhibited to us and shown us through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. You see, we can avoid, by faith in Christ, through faith in Christ, we can avoid the coming judgment. And that's the love of God. And we even see the love of Christ in so much of what's going on in the prophecy and the study of prophecy. And we study prophecy because prophecy keeps our focus on eternity. I don't know about you, but it's really easy to get caught up in the here and now, the short lives that we have to live and forget about the long eternity that God has prepared for us. And the study of prophecy keeps our focus on eternity. And we should live that way. There's a song, I love it, with eternity's values in view, Lord, with eternity's values in view, may I do each day's work for Jesus with eternity's values in view. And with that introduction, we go to the book of Matthew, chapter 24. 
If you'd like to hear more in depth the beginning of Matthew 24, uh, the recordings of the message I preached on this past Wednesday night are available to anybody that'd like to have it. If you, they're online, if you'd like to have a CD or something, let us know. We'd be glad to get you in however form you'd like to listen. Uh, some interesting things about the tribulation period as disclosed by Jesus in Matthew 24. We'll begin our reading this morning in verse number 32. Jesus gives this uh, details regarding the events of the tribulation, and then, as he always does, he makes a very practical application to his disciples. And he turns his teaching to parables and gives them some wonderful truth, I believe, that will help us as God's people on this morning here at the Chile Baptist Church. Verse number 32, the Bible says, Now, <clears throat> learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of no, Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day of Noah entered, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken, and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken, and the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched." and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in, his, in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods." But, and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I want you to pay attention with me. In verse number 43, 44, and 45. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season. 
Here's a picture I want you to put in your mind. A man and his family. This is most likely a Jewish man and his family. I want to give you a uh, series of events that leads up to this Jewish man and his family being and beginning to suffer persecution in the tribulation period. Here's how it works. I'll just tell you, I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture of the church. I believe I can prove it from the Bible. Uh, I'm not going to be mean-spirited about it, but I believe as we study the Scriptures, I think I can explain it to you. I'm going to be as honest as I can be as I study God's Word because I don't really care what the truth is as long as I get the truth. If God has a different plan, I want to know the truth. So, you've got a family. They are in the middle of the tribulation. A man and his wife and his children, after the rapture of the church, these are people who had never heard the gospel. They were blind to the truth. They heard some one of 144,000 evangelists preaching, Jesus saves. And they put their trust in Christ. For three and a half years, things has looked pretty good. There's wars and rumors of wars and pestilence and famine. And it seems to be getting worse and worse. The Bible says about this man, he says, This man, this faithful and wise servant, he would not suffer his house to be broken up. You have a family in the middle of tribulation? Let's get there from now. Do you know that this family could be seated in their homes within the next three and a half years? And I'll tell you why. The Bible teaches us that the Lord is coming back for the church. Who's the church? The church is every person that's put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're saved today, when the rapture takes place, we're going to meet the Lord in the clouds. The rapture is going to take place. If just like we turned the calendar yesterday, at the conclusion of February the 29th, leap year day, yesterday, there was only one obvious thing you could do with your calendar if you wanted to stay up to date, and that was to turn it to March. In the book of God's prophecy, in the plan of God's second coming, his rapture, his coming for his church, The next page that must be turned in prophecy is Jesus coming back for the church. Now, the rapture and the actual second coming of Christ are two different things. I'll show you. The rapture is the next thing that takes place. And the Bible teaches us about the rapture in the book of 1 Thessalonians. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13, you can go there if you'd like. I'm going to move quickly through this, but I want you to see it and hear it. The Bible says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, 
and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be called up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Now the Bible teaches in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 that the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel. The Bible says that the dead in Christ will rise first. Now I want you to know something. The Lord is in the clouds. You can't see him. And the Bible says, Then we which are alive and remain shall be called up together to meet the Lord in the air, in the clouds, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now, the rapture of the church takes place. The church, at any moment, can be raptured out of here. I don't have to finish this message. The church can be raptured out of here. We're looking for the upper taker, not the undertaker. Have you heard anybody say that? Jesus coming again. And that's good for Christian people. It's good. Jesus coming in. How do you know, preacher, that it's not after the tribulation? Well, Paul, in this praise the Spirit of God, continues this discourse in chapter 5 of 1 Thessalonians. He continues to talk about the rapture of the church. He says, Of the times and the seasons, chapter 5, verse 1, Brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. When's Jesus coming back? I can't predict that. When's the rapture of the church? I don't know. He's, but he's coming as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light, the children of the day. We are not of the night nor darkness. Therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. They that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. Verse 9 is very important. Jesus coming for his church before the tribulation. We're going to be with the Lord in the air, in the clouds. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.